Daily Aviation Podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. This is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 155, live from the AOPA Fly-In, Tampa, Florida. Coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Newville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Well, folks, welcome to a special edition of the Stike Mike Avcast. We are live from the AOPA Fly-In in Tampa, Florida. Wonderful flying. We have some great interviews. You can also listen to these interviews. We're putting them onto the Sun and Fun radio uh, website, uh, flysnf.org. You can click on the radio station or go to our friends at liveatc.net slash SNF, and you'll be, able to live, you'll be able to stream these plus all the other interviews throughout the year. We did this for Sun and Fun. We're doing a little bit of an experiment this year, trying to actually report live at some of the events. It was absolutely wonderful. You'll see here the excitement during the interviews. Lots of interviews to listen to, so let's get started. Don't forget to, if you have any questions, contact at stuckmikeavcast.com and like us on Facebook, and you'll be able to actually follow all the different things that we're doing throughout the year, like the events we're going to be live that we're gonna to try to do more of these it's a lot of fun anyway we'll uh we'll talk to you at the end of the episode and uh hopefully you'll enjoy the next upcoming episodes for excuse me the interviews from uh live at tampa florida fly-in 2017 it was awesome hello folks carl valer with sun and fun radio reporting live here from the Flying in Tampa, Florida, AOPA. What a beautiful place to be. And I'm here with Greg Gibson, also from Sun and Fun. Greg, welcome. Hey, thanks a lot. Good to be here. Greg, uh, at Sun and Fun, you have a very important role. You uh, you do just about everything. It's hard to nail you down during the air show. This is so cool that I actually got to grab you. It had to be at another air show, though. Well, it's a, it's a fun event. Obviously, a lot of history there. My job is to make sure that airplanes and people don't have an unfortunate encounter and that everything that they do together ends up to good. I'm uh, also in charge of business development. So between scheduling the air show, working with the FAA, and then also making sure that all of our sponsors are happy, that's kind of a full plate. You know, a lot of people don't realize Sun and Fun is a, a year-long organization. They think about the event, which is great. It brings them in. But uh, we do things all year long. You're here today. What are you doing here today at the Flying? Well, the AOPA regional fly-ins have just been such a big success for these guys. And with them being in the backyard, it made a lot of sense. They invited us to come down and actually host a, uh, a STEM activities pavilion for the kids. So ours is the kids' zone. It's a Sun and Fun Aerospace Center for Excellence branded uh, exhibit that we are very pleased to announce. We're going to be replicating that at all of the AOPA regional fly-ins around the country next year. So we'll be at all of those. We'll also be at, of course, our own event in Sun and Fun with this uh, pre-flight pavilion, as we call it. And it'll also be at Oshkosh. So we're pretty excited about that. And AOPA are great partners, and we're just glad to be here to support them. You know, Greg, if you could expand on some of the other things that happen throughout the year. Like I said, it's not just the fly-in. You guys have all sorts of stuff that kids can get into and people of all ages, right? It's wonderful. You know, with the Central Florida Airspace Academy and our airspace discovery at Florida Air Museum now anchoring 
the Aerospace Center for Excellence. There's something going on all the time just to show up and see. And also there's about 70 different scheduled events that happen on the campus year-round, including the fly-in. But there's things like our uh, Pig Fest barbecue in January. We have the Carlisle uh, Fall and Winter Auto Fest. It's a huge classic car auction. We have uh, the uh, National Corvette Restoration Society comes in in, Jan in uh, January. And our summer camps during the, during the uh, summer, we have six weeks of summer camps that uh, parents can bring in their kids and everyone from ages 7 to 18. We've got a uh, full week of, uh, of uh, STEM-based and or aviation-based content for them to enjoy. So lots to do. So if they're listening right now, hopefully on liveatc.net slash SNF, how would they find out more about some of these events that you have throughout the year? Oh, it's easy stuff. Just flysnf.org right there on the website. There's uh, pretty easy to navigate. We just redid the website a couple of years ago, so it's definitely worth the visit to check out and see what all's new. We have uh, all those events are right there under a button that's mysteriously labeled events and then of course the education content's got its own area as well so they browse around through there if for some reason all that content is just too overwhelming they're more than happy to click on the content or the contact uh, button and give us a call we'd be glad to talk to them Sun and Fun truly does reach out to the community, and of course, me being the coach of the flight team over at Polk State College, you folks have been a great supporter of ours and have uh, been donating some different materials over the years, and we really appreciate that. Not just us, but many other organizations out there that you donate your time, your facilities, and it's a big hats off to you folks. Well, thank you. You know, it's Sun and Fun's a very, you know, it, it's 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 part of that community we really want to give back to, to especially Lakeland and the Polk County uh, you know people that have supported us over the years and we really want to make sure that the success that we're seeing now and all the things that are going on so well with the fly-in could not have happened with all the support of the volunteers and the you know the 40 plus year rich rich heritage of of an event that's such a beloved part of that of that uh, neck of the woods we want to make sure we give back and know that people uh, or let people know we really appreciate them. Awesome. Anything you want to let us into as far as knowledge on what might be coming up next? Oh, well, you know, there's always fun things happening, a lot of things in the works. I can tell you we will have quite an expanded footprint with our uh, television presence during the flying. You know, we had the screens this past year. We had a fully realized television production. There's going to be a couple of fun things coming around that. Some... Uh, Let's just say if you watch College Game Day on ESPN, there'll be some pre-flight activities that will be real similar. So I'll just leave it at that. There's some fun stuff there for the weekend. Of course, the Thunderbirds will be back. We always welcome our Air Force friends to come in and that fantastic flight demonstration team. And during the week, you can expect an expanded Warbird ramp. We'll have a lot more activity out there. Uh, keeping that area static last year was a big hit, and we're going to keep it that way. And uh, brand new 927 Club, whole new experience in that place. It's got a whole new footprint and a whole new uh, presentation. So we we'll hope people will check that out on the website as well. Always expanding, growing, and getting better. That's the one thing that's great about Sun and Fun. And we're going to look forward to seeing you there at the show this year. Again, it's going to be at uh, Fly snf.org fly snf.org really easy to find and greg gibson it's, it's neat to be able to grab you finally because at the air show there's no way i can get in touch with you but, but it's cool to corner you at, at an event like this you truly do a lot of heavy lifting over there we really do appreciate you all right well thank you very much carl right, thanks for the interview and uh, it's carl valeri son of fun radio right here at the flying aopa don't forget liveatc.net slash snf you can actually stream all year long these interviews thank you Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri here with Sun and Fun Radio reporting live from AOPA in Tampa, Florida. Talking with Mike Perone of Professional Aviation Safety Specialist. They have a booth here at this wonderful air show. Beautiful day to, to fly, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a gorgeous day. 
Well, Mike, tell us a little bit about what professional aviation safety specialists are for those that don't know. So uh, we represent the folks at the Federal Aviation Administration who maintain the air traffic control equipment, all of the nav, communications, radars, and all the, all the equipment that uh, the air traffic controllers use. We also represent the regulators of the FAA, the folks who have to make sure that all the uh, legal requirements are done for the safety of the flying public. Interesting. Now, is there like a website we can go to to check out your organization? Yeah, the website is www.passnational.org. Really important role. I think a lot of people don't realize how important of a role it is to maintaining systems and advocating in D.C., etc. You know, we don't get into politics much, but there is something that's important that's going on right now, and that's privatization, ATC privatization. So uh, we'd like to talk a little bit about that and uh, get your feelings on privatization. So the PASS's perspective is I'm the national president. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm the national president uh, working out of uh, Washington, D.C. past headquarters. Our folks and our position is uh, we're against privatization, and seven of the eight unions in the FAA are against it as well because we believe the main issue is steady funding from Congress to the FAA to maintain, modernize the air traffic control system. And that's what's been missing, and that's what's been a problem in modernization over the last several years. Continuing resolution after continuing resolution. So if we can get Congress to pass an FAA reauthorization bill to give to the agency so we can continue to modernize. Like I said, our equipment is uh, being modernized, next-gen equipment. We have radars. We have uh, others that it's being uh, increased, in, uh, excuse me, that are being changed over. So it's not, as some people say, the old World War II equipment. We are modernizing, but again, it's the funding, the steady funding that we need to continue it. You know, it's interesting you talk about that argument of the old World War II. Uh, you know, since then, there's been many iterations of of avionics and aircraft, et cetera. It's not just coming from World War II, it's, it's coming decades forward and continuing to go forward that I think is really important. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I'm part of the what's called the Next Gen Advisory Committee that the unions, the FAA, the industry are all part of, and several years ago, we got together to say, what is the issue? What's causing us not to modernize in the airlines and in general aviation to use the new equipment? And the one thing we all agreed was steady funding. And what is the mission? And we figured out that we need to modernize. The airlines need to, to incorporate, the general aviation need to incorporate the new equipment. But we needed that, that commitment to have steady funding so we could modernize. And next gen, I believe, is at the cusp of just finally getting over the top with all the problems and really going to be uh, available in the next few years. You know, we have a really safe system out there. We have a great system in the United States. And some argue, you know, why should we move forward? But uh, I'd have to ask you that. You know, why should we keep moving forward? Moving forward as far as modernization, uh, absolutely, because the equipment does need to be uh, kept up to date and new radars, new ILSs and communications and so forth. The problem is you don't want to stagnate, obviously, but you don't want to move so quickly that every few years you're changing out equipment because now industry would have to change. And that's a, a, a cost factor and that's a problem. So we are modernizing and we have to realize that even though industry moves in a very quick cycle, you have to have steady equipment that everybody can get used to. Training is a big issue. Because if I'm changing equipment out every few years, then now everybody has to get trained and you don't have the ability to, to take airplanes offline or equipment offline or people offline to train. So you have to have some steadiness in the, in the new era, and that's what NextGen is doing. It's allowing us to move forward for the next decade or so with new equipment. 
So if someone's looking at this from a career perspective and getting into, say they want to like be into repairing, maintaining equipment, uh, what's it look like in the future? So we believe uh, when I started 30 plus years ago, we had the old mentality of screwdrivers and you know the equipment, tube type equipment, and we went through iterations. Today it's moving more into, there's still some of that, but there's the software end of it, there's the uh, system end of it. So our folks, our technicians are being uh, trained, brought up by the FAA with that new knowledge and that new mentality. It's not just change a box out because uh, like everything, you change a box out and it doesn't fix the problem, now what do you do? So the strategy and, and the work and the training is to always move forward with the new equipment and software is definitely a, a big change. So if someone was looking at this as a career, where would you point them? What would you tell them to do? Uh, one of the big things we do is we try to reach out to the veterans, because a lot, as myself, a lot of veterans work for the FAA that have the knowledge of electronics and have done it in the military to reach out to the FAA website. And um, also for PASS, if they go to our website, they can contact us and we can help them talk about what the career is, what it looks like. And we believe we are getting to be more and more important in the background because as electronics, they will break. You know, that's part of the job. Our folks need to be there to, on the spot to fix it so the, the air traffic control system continues to move forward. As a user of the air traffic control system, I really do appreciate what you do. And you keep things moving in the air by keeping things working on the ground. And I think that's extremely important. So hats off to you and thanks for your service. Veterans, boy, I tell you, that is a great way to get experience. If someone's young right now listening to this, boy, I, I, I'd highly recommend going into any of the services because there's so much out there. There's so much training and they can get paid to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, back in 1974, when I uh, decided after high school I, I wanted to, to figure out what my life was going to be, what I wanted to do, I joined the Air Force, and uh, I was glad for it, as my, one of my daughters did as well. It's a good experience. It's a good, you make it, you, you get out of it what you put into it. And if you're positive and you learn a trade, again, as you said, you get paid for it. Uh, yeah, you get to have some international travel or maybe not but it's a good way to come out with experience and then you can be uh, uh, more available or more uh, ability to get hired. And you get paid from day one. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And the pay's not bad. I mean, no. back in the old days when I was in, oh, yeah. pay was so-so, but, uh, oh, no, you know, and I appreciate, again, uh, kudos to our veterans, whether they're, uh, you know, fighting the war or they're in the States or wherever, all the disciplines, uh, my hat's off to them because um, we, we need to have the, those folks in the pipeline for us, for technicians and for aviation inspectors. You have that experience out of the workforce that you can come into the FAA and have the ability to move forward. Aviation inspectors, I mean, what, what special type of qualifications do you need for that? So the aviation uh, safety inspectors, they're the, they're the regulatory side of the house. They're the ones that make sure that the airlines are following all the regulations. They're making sure even our manufacturing inspectors, when they build a plane or they build a piece of equipment, they're making sure they follow all the specifications. You can't just slap something together, throw it in a cockpit, and then have it... Um, you know, working. So we, that side of the house is the regulatory side, the government oversight to make sure we have a safe operating system. And those folks get the experience. Uh, again, veterans, they come out and they get their uh, different licenses to work on the equipment. There's the ops inspector side, there's the maintenance inspector side, and we also have a very big variety of, uh, of uh, administrative folks. As with everything, you know, if the paperwork's not completed, it's not done. And many of us have been on airplanes when you hear the pilot come over and say, oh, folks, we'll be delayed for a minute. we got to fill out paperwork. Right. You know, we got to make sure we dot our I's and cross our T's. So very, you know, as I believe, 
You got the air traffic controllers who do their job. We are behind the scenes. We do everything but control airplanes, and that's that's a big, huge uh, safety net for us and the flying public. And we appreciate it. If somebody wants to find out more, uh, and they're listening on liveatc.net slash SNF, can they find out through a website, et cetera, about both privatization and also about careers and in your organization? They can find out about the privatization for PASS, who we are, what we do, and they can go to the FAA.gov website for jobs. There's a job listing site. Yeah, We don't hire as far as the union, but we will if somebody wants to come to us and talk to us. And we've had many people contact us. What's the job? What's the, you know, the entitlements and all that? So yeah, I think it's really important for the union to get involved because they're, you know, who knows better about the job than someone who's been working it for years. Absolutely. And we can tell you the, the uh, uh, you know, as with everything, there's always a trick or there's always a way of, even the military, they come out of the military and they work on different equipment. Their terminology is different than the FAA's. So it's important to know what the lingo is for FAA so that when they get hired or, or not hired, that uh, administrative folks that look at the qualifications understand. A radar like a TPX-42 in the military might be similar to an ASR-9. But if you don't use the right terminology, they'd say, oh, you're not qualified. So we can help with that as well. Awesome. And they can find you on the on the internet and also here at the fly-in. Are you going to be at any other fly-ins? Yes. Uh, we did uh, Norman, Oklahoma, um, Groton, Connecticut. And next year, we're going to do uh, more of the A-Open ones. We'll do Sun and Fun and some of the other ones. So, again, for us to be here to... to uh, uh, to, to let the flying public know we are the folks who maintain, certify the air traffic control system, the regulatory side of the house. It's not just the FAA, you know, in, in uh, the air traffic controllers. It's all of us as a team that make, make the FAA successful. Well said. Well, I appreciate your speaking to us here at the AOPA Flying. We hope to see you at some of the future events. Carl Valera here reporting at Sun and Fun Radio, AOPA Flying, Tampa, Florida. Thanks again. All right. Thank you very much. Well, folks, Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here at the AOPA Flying in Tampa, Florida with Dan Landry of Pilots and Paws. Pilots and Paws is an awesome organization. If you've listened to any of our podcasts with Victoria Newell, she talks a lot about Pilots and Paws doing some incredible work. But, Dan, what is Pilots and Paws for those people that don't know? Uh, basically, it's a, it's a bulletin board uh, that's online, and it, uh, it posts submission requests. And uh, pilots are able, pilots and other volunteers are able to sign up uh, for a mission. And you define your range, which you're able to go and uh, pick up dogs. And uh, once you sign up, you'll get an email uh, with a request to uh, do a mission. And you can either accept it or, or pass on it. So the missions, uh, what are they? What do, what do you actually do? A lot of the missions are uh, relocating dogs that uh, may happen to be in a, in a kill center, and uh, they're, uh, they're requested a mission to bring them to another location because they have a better chance of being adopted. So for those of us that don't understand, when you, when you say kill center, I'm assuming that all the dogs that are in shelters and animals don't always get put place with a family? That's correct. Uh, there are some shelters that will only keep dogs for a certain period of time, and then they'll uh, be scheduled for euthanization. So my assumption is that you only do cats and dogs. Is there any other animals? Uh, no, it's not only cats and dogs. Uh, in fact, uh, I had um, was going to do a mission to bring turtles from Tampa up to Penn State, which... Um, uh, it, they were turtles that were used in uh, testing in the springs, 
And uh, I ended up not doing the mission because, uh, because of a time frame, I couldn't make it. Uh, and then another time, uh, there was a request to do, uh, move a rescue pig up to upper state New York. Uh, but I didn't really want to put a 46-pound pig in the back of my RV. <laughs> well, gosh, that would have been a tight squeeze. Now, uh, amazingly, I, I didn't realize all those things about pilots and paws, but uh, you don't have to just be a pilot to get involved, right? No, you don't. Um, a lot of these dogs that are moved, there's uh, the, the missions can be uh, multi-stage or multi-legs, and uh, they'll ask people to maybe foster a dog overnight uh, between uh, one pickup of a pilot to another, uh, and also they can do uh, transport by, by car. How about handling? Do Like if my, my wife's into cats, she doesn't want to get involved in the flying portion, can she help out in some way? Oh, yeah, there are, there are always ways to, to help out with the organization. Awesome. Now, if they're listening right now on liveatc.net slash SNF, how can they find out more about Pilots and Paws? Okay, you need to go to uh, pilotsandpaws.org, and uh, you can just uh, view, you can see the, the mission requests. There's, uh, they have a map which has all the missions marked out uh, with northbound and southbound. And uh, if you're a pilot and you want to utilize it, uh, you can go ahead and claim a mission. And uh, we're a 5013C organization, and 50% uh, of your uh, mission is tax deductible. And just to give people an idea about Piles and Paws, this is not just a, a new organization. It's been embraced by many companies. I'm a proud owner, owner of a, a Subaru, and I noticed that, that on, on your shirt, they're actually partners with, with Subaru. Yes, actually, they partner with several other companies as well. Uh, once you sign up as a pilot, they would, there's companies that will send you uh, crates, leashes, harnesses to, uh, to help you in, uh, in doing a mission. Awesome. So how much do you actually fly? You yourself? Uh, I've done uh, five missions so far. Uh, Florida seems to be very competitive. Uh, once a mission is posted, uh, you'll receive an email, and if you don't snatch it up in five or ten minutes, some other pilot will grab it, So, which is a good thing. That's awesome. That's a terrific what you do, and I'm sure it must make you feel really good. It's very rewarding, uh, and, and one thing I hadn't realized when I started accepting missions was the stories behind the missions, and uh, some of them are very touching. Well, if someone's listening right now and they don't want to fly, they don't want to get involved except for the fact they'd love to give money, is there any way to do that? Yes, uh, if you go to pilotsandpaws.org, you can uh, go ahead and uh, uh, give a donation. They'll accept donations for $5 and up. Dan Landry from Pilots and Paws has been wonderful speaking to you. Pilotsandpaws.org. Check it out. They do some wonderful work. And uh, if you're passionate about animals or passionate about helping out people, find animals too. Pilotsandpaws.org. I highly recommend it. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Oh, thank you very much. Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here at the AOPA Flying, Tampa, Florida. Hello, folks. Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio reporting here in Tampa, Florida at the AOPA Flyin'. And I'm with Matthew Elio at Tavares. Uh, he's with Tavares, I should say, the America's Seaplane City. It's a really cool place. If you get a chance, check it out. I've flown over a few times, and I hear the people are super friendly. Welcome, and uh, how are you enjoying the show? Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Great turnout so far. Uh, it's the first time I've been to an AOPA event, one of these regional ones, in a couple years. We're real happy to be exhibiting here. We've had a great turnout, great feedback. It's great to see so many people that have heard about Tavares uh, and also introduced Tavares to so many people that didn't know we existed. It's a great opportunity. So with that said, 
What's special about Tavares? Well, Tavares, it's special to us because it's America's seaplane city. It's a municipality, and the entire city has bought in to the brand of America's seaplane city. So when you go to Tavares, it's part of everything. Every restaurant, every doctor's office, there are seaplane murals, every trash can in the city, all those big blue bins on the side of the road have seaplane logos. It's in the latticework of all the lamp posts in downtown. So it's really a seaplane-centric community. So for those of us that aren't into aviation, there's a lot of cool things to do in Tavares. Absolutely. Tavares is a great place. Uh, Wooten Park, which is where our seaplane base is, is at the heart of downtown. Downtown is an entertainment district, so there are 10 or so restaurants and bars, hotel uh, in that area. It's a great place to come to visit uh, with you know, easy access to all kinds of different places. And our new feature is actually uh, the brand new train. We have a passenger train and it's all types of theme trains. So coming up is the Polar Express. Uh, they've worked with Warner Brothers to license that. And it's a great production. They're expecting tens of thousands of people to come for that. And it's a great way, in addition to the seaplanes, to come and enjoy Tavares. So if you're with a significant other that isn't into airplanes, Tavares is great for both people. And uh, one of the things that's really cool is you have a couple of, or an, I know of one airplane manufacturer that's there. Who is that? And C-Ray, Progressive Aerodyne, that builds the C-Ray aircraft, they're located in Tavares. The aircraft is built almost 100% at their facility. So these seaplanes are born in America's seaplane city. And America's seaplane city also is involved with Sun and Fun every year. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So for the past couple years, we hosted an opportunity for seaplane pilots on the Thursday of Sun and Fun to come up. We gave them a little goodie bag to encourage them to come try one of the restaurants. And last year we started working and we do a uh, we do a spring fly in every spring. And this past year, 2017, we put it right before Sun and Fun. So seaplane pilots and land-based pilots could fly in, uh, come and visit our community for a couple days, enjoy seaplane contests, various aviation events on their way to Sun and Fun to kind of kick off their Sun and Fun experience and then make the short hop down to Lakeland to be there in time for the start of Sun and Fun. Awesome. I think I'm going to definitely go next year. I got caught up on, on the radio station, but I want to come by Tavares. And I'm just going to just come on by anyway during my time off. I think it's a wonderful place, a very serene. Everybody that's gone there has said to me they love it. It's just such a neat little town, very welcoming, and they love aviation. Well, heck, you're the aviation manager, so they must love aviation. It's, it's a great place where aviation really is embraced, and if you're there for one of our events, whether it's Monster Splash in the fall, Seaplane Palooza in the spring, or just any day, there are seaplanes coming and going that are based there uh, all the time. So it's a great place to see and touch aviation in a real intimate setting. So if they want to find out more about what's going on uh, in America's Seaplane City, how do they find out? Sure. The best place is Tavares.org, our website. You can go there and get information on all of our upcoming events and all of our seaplane operations that are happening there. Okay. Tavares.org. Wonderful city. I'd like to uh, see more people come visit because you folks truly are passionate about aviation in that town. And we really appreciate what you do. Anything else special coming up in the future you want to give us an insight into? Well, November 18th is our Monster Splash fly-in. It was rescheduled. We had some hurricane damage that we've been working on. So November 18th and then next year, 2018, the weekend before Sun and Fun, will be our Seaplane of Palooza festivities. It's going to be a great seaplane-themed uh, weekend to really get people ready for Sun and Fun. How are you liking the fly-ins here with AOPA? It's excellent. The turnout yesterday, the Friday evening was great. The turnout today on Saturday has been great. A lot of people that we've gotten a chance to talk to about Tavares, and it's great to see so much passion for aviation in one spot. 
Awesome, Matthew. It's been great speaking with you. And again, theairs.org. Get to the website, find out what's going on in America's seaplane city, and uh, we'll hope to see you at Sun and Fun this year. Awesome. I'll be there. Great. Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio right here at AOPA Fly-In 2017 in Tampa, Florida. Well, folks, Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio reporting here live at AOPA Fly-In in Tampa, Florida, speaking with Chuck Weatherstone. He's uh, actually someone that's here with Mission Aviation Fellowship. I know we've spoken a lot about you folks in the past and, and think you guys do a wonderful job, but, but for the people that are listening don't know, what is Mission Aviation Fellowship? MAF is an evangelical Christian mission serving to expand the reach of the church in places around the world. Our biggest field of operations is Indonesia and then Africa, and then we have a lot of affiliates as well in like Latin America. And so we are working with, the, with missions, with churches, with disaster relief, with um, humanitarian co- re- uh, causes, uh, be it medical or evacuations. Interesting. I think I, I was looking at something that a friend of mine went and uh, did some work. And they went down and did things like even putting in wells. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, we have a, a program in Mali in West Africa that my wife used to head up digging wells and we do it the slow way on purpose so that people can spend time in the village talking to them about Jesus Christ. And you do so much for the village. So you're getting the word out in many different ways. That's right. Um, with the well, with the wells is a great example because in a lot of these villages during the dry season people have to walk several miles just to get water. So a woman might go in the morning and pick up a a 20-liter jug of water, bring it back, and that's their water for the day. So to have a well in the village is life-changing right there. And then that gives, in the process of doing that, very often a church is established there, and so then there's follow-up with that church. So if somebody's listening right now, they, they really can't get involved, but they'd love to help out in some way. Uh, is there any way that they can help? Go to www.maf, that's mikealphafox.org, and there's lots of information on there and tells ways that you can volunteer and ways to give money to help support the work of MAF around the world. You know, you're like the largest airline no one's ever heard of. And uh, I always say that when I talk to the folks at MAF, and I think it's a wonderful organization, but to be able to do all these things, you need quite the staff. There's a lot of folks involved here. Yeah, we've got pilots, Pilot mechanics, mechanics, IT specialists, administrators, flight instructors, uh, finance people. We've got all realms within the mission. Most of us are supported by raising our own support. We go to family, friends, and churches to help us raise the support to support the mission, which then supports us. You know, I get so many questions from people on, on one of the podcasts, Aviation Careers Podcast, where we talk about careers and also getting involved in mission flying and they always want to know how how can i get involved say as a pilot or mechanic is there any way on that website we can find out more yes at, uh, on our website there is a uh, there's a tab that tells us that you want more information and there's a way to fill in your information what you're interested in and then we one of our recruiters depending on where they are will contact you with uh, to get more information and start the process so what's it like and going out in the field and, and, and helping out, spreading the word and, and doing this, this volunteer work that you do. We loved it. You know, we spent 29 years uh, both between Africa and Latin America. Uh, we would not go back 
redo any of it. We absolutely loved living overseas. We loved being able to serve. For me, it was a way to marry my desire to serve God and av with aviation, and we absolutely loved it. Um, just being able to help people and to be able to work with the church in this way overseas uh, to expand the reach of the church, to provide transport where there's maybe the roads are non-existent or horrible, or maybe just not safe because of, um, call it the bad guys. <laughs> so you're really changing lives, and both from a personal, spiritual sense, and also, very importantly, also in a very physical sense. And one of the things that I've, I've flown a lot of places in the world that you, you folks go to is uh, the local community knows MAF. And uh, I know places I go to that I didn't feel comfortable. Uh, MAF was always protected because the people knew what you folks did for the community. They really did. Um, even parents would keep their kids off the airstrip when the airplane was flying over because they didn't want they didn't want us to have to go around even. Um, and they would just we would be bringing in maybe mail or food or people who'd been at the hospital or maybe picking somebody up to go to the hospital. There were always, um, there, yeah. I can't tell you how many things we've carried in and out of villages all over the world. That's awesome. And this is great what you do here. I'm talking to Chuck Weatherstone from MAF. You can find them online at maf.org, maf.org. And if you want, you can't get involved, you can always give. Uh, they actually show you online where those donations go to and the lives that you're actually changing. Yeah. That's correct. We've got videos online, we've got uh, pictures, and further information online there at maf.org. Well, awesome. Hopefully we'll see you at a couple more shows. I know your story is terrific. It's inspiring to both me, other aviators, and everybody. And uh, we really appreciate what you do with MAF and also the whole, the whole staff at MAF. Thanks a lot. I appreciate this opportunity to just tell you about MAF. And uh, look us up, maf.org. And if you're interested in serving in some way, there's a tab called Serve. Awesome. Appreciate that. maf.org. I'm here at the uh, Fly-In over at AOPA in Tampa, Florida. What a beautiful day reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. Don't forget, liveatc.net slash SNF. You can hear this interview and many more. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio reporting here live from AOPA's Fly-In in Tampa, Florida. It's a wonderful day to fly. I'm here with Melissa Finger, and uh, she's representing the Sebring U.S. Sport Aviation Expo. And if you've listened to our podcast in the past, we've reported live from there, both on Stuck Mike and also on Sun and Fun Radio. It's a wonderful show. I love going there. It's always, I call it the chilly show because it's, it's, it's not chilly, it's cold is what it is. Well, welcome to the podcast, and this is a wonderful uh, expo that you have, and also it's a real neat display you have. Thank you. We're excited. So as far as the expo, what, what can we expect at this U.S. Sport Aviation Expo? Well, this year we um, revamped the revamp of the apron setup layout for the exhibitors. We moved the indoor exhibitor booth closer to the main gate, which will give them a lot more foot traffic. Um, we're really excited about the speaker lineup we have. All four days we have um, Captain Romani, the Afghani uh, female fixed-wing pilot for the Afghan Air Force will be speaking for us. Um, Story Musgrave will be on Friday. And Peggy Chamberian with Women in Aviation will be on Friday as well doing two forums. So we're really excited. That's a great lineup of people. It's going to be some exciting uh, news and shows that you'll have out there. Also, you have some pretty incredible exhibitors. Tell us a little bit about what I'm going to see as a guest at the show. Well, right now, um, our actually our very first exhibitor that signed up this year was Bristel. 
They have the premiere booth as you first walk out into their apron, so we're really excited about that. Uh, we have gyrocopters, gyroplanes, um, seaplanes, sea, uh, web, air cams, air thank cam. you, okay. um, and just so much more. Um, we actually have gained two tenants into the airport. One is Spencer, so they will be there, Spencer Avionics or Aircraft. And then we have a flight instructor that actually is going to have a Redbird sim simulator permanently housed in our terminal. So if they're listening right now online and at liveatc.net slash SNF, how can they find out more about the Sebring U.S. Sport Aviation Expo? Please visit us on the internet. It is sportaviationexpo.com and everything you need to know and updates and everything that we're doing is going to be post, uh, posted on there as it happens. Awesome. It's a blast. I love going there every year. Uh, but it's not just for people that are into sport aviation. It's for all aviators of all ages or anybody who's just getting interested in aviation. Um, actually, we're really excited. Last year, we had started the YAS program, which is the Youth Aviation Zone. We're building up this year to make Saturday Youth and Aviation Day. So we're really trying to promote the youth to come in and adding activities, maybe even a penny a pound flight for some of our youth coming in, um, and really building up that day to engage our youth into the interest of aviation in all aspects, from piloting to engineering, et cetera. Um, and that way, we don't have the shortage of pilots that we're currently facing. So. Awesome. I'm glad to see you're doing something there. And it's easy to find at uh, Sport Aviation Expo, sport-aviation-expo.com. Uh, also, a good way to find it is just go to Google and put in Sport Aviation Expo. A wonderful show. It's been going on for a while. I forget, how many years is it now? This will be our 14th annual. Wow. Now I'm showing my age. 14th annual. I remember when you started. And one of the things that I, I love about it is the fact that it, it is kind of chilly, so I get to wear my Sebring sweatshirt there. And you also have a lot of really good clothing and items like that that are for sale there. Yes, we're building up the expo shop. And actually this year we're really excited to say with our new mascot, Hendrix, the pink flamingo, we'll actually be selling plush Hendrixes in our, in our expo shop as well, on top of all of the great gear that we normally have. So we're really excited to keep adding more to that expo shop and, and keep that, that coming in because that money raised in the expo shop actually goes to our institute which funds a scholarship fund for aviation um, scholarships. Awesome. When, when is the show this year and is also for next year? January 24th through the 27th this year and 2019 the dates are not poking out but I believe it's the 25th through the 28th. Okay. I believe. Third, third week in January normally. All right, so it's normally the third week in January, so if you're going to plan to be here in Florida, Central Florida, sure beats it being in Buffalo or somewhere up north. I just came from Buffalo, so a little. it actually was very warm, but in January, I'll tell you what, it's not going to be warm. This will be the place to be. It's a lot of fun flying into the event, and if you're wondering how to fly in, you can check that out on the website, right? Everything is on the website. We have camping, we have underwing camping, and overnight uh, parking for aircraft as well. Awesome. So the cost of getting into the show is now? The one-day admission is $25 or $75 for the four days. Or if you're an EAA or AOPA member, it's $20 a day or $65 for the week. And you can join EAA and AOPA right here at the AOPA Fly-In here in Tampa, Florida. It's a wonderful event, and uh, we hope to see you at future events, that's for sure, and hope to see you at Sebring Expo. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. This is Carl Valera reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. Listen to us, liveatc.net slash SNF. Okay.
Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri reporting here at AOPA's Tampa Fly-In. We're with Sun and Fun Radio, and if you're listening right now, liveatc.net slash SNF is where you can listen live all year long, long to these interviews. Currently, I'm speaking to Kelly Monday at Trade Up Lane, and for those of you who don't know what Trade Up Lane is, it's one heck of a fun publication for us that are into airplanes or anything that's sold that has to do with aviation. Kelly, welcome. Thank you very much. Hey, now I, I heard that uh, you are the new publisher of Trade a Plane, so welcome to Trade a Plane and uh, this wonderful aviation market. But you've been doing this for a while. Oh, yes, sir, about 18 years, so I'm very excited. <laughs> Terrific. Now, for those of us that are listening that don't know what Trade a Plane is, what is Trade a Plane? We are actually the world's largest general aviation publication. We bring buyers and sellers together from all over the world um, and have been doing it now for 80 years. So the world's largest, meaning if I want a part from Australia, I can get a part from Australia? If it's in our magazine, you can. <laughs> Terrific. You know, I, I, like I said, I look forward to getting it in the mail, getting it from friends even when I'm on the road, that type of thing. It's kind of a, a, a dream list when I'm going through. It's a wish list. I go through there and say, this is what I want, this is what I want. I give hints, I cut it out, you know, put it next to my, my wife's chair and say, hey, this is what I want next year. Uh, are there other people that feel the same way I do? Oh, it's wonderful, <laughs> especially at these AOPA events. The, they call it the, the wish book. They said it's just like Christmas every time they get one, and that's what we love to hear. We love to hear that. Awesome. So now if I'm looking for products, uh, you know, airplanes, obviously, but what else is in there? Uh, we have everything from parts, services. We even have some real estate, aviation real estate. Um, just about anything you need to keep a plane in the air, you can find it in our pages. You know, it looks more like a newspaper. It's so big. Uh, you don't have articles, though, right? No, not yet, but that may be something we look into in the future. Ah, interesting. New publisher, maybe a, right. a new segment here with articles. Good. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. That's quite interesting. One of the things that I've noticed, so you're always at these shows. You guys really have a lot of outreach. We're here at AOPA at the fly-ins. Uh, what other events might we find you? Um, we go to all four regional fly-ins for AOPA. We go to Sun and Fun, Oshkosh, um, NBAA. We just returned there um, from Vegas last week and there are several other small ones that we go to and if we don't attend we always try to send the copy so that the trade plane has a presence and, and importantly for those that don't know it's you can go from a, a small 152 up to a Learjet maybe even an airliner oh absolutely yeah, so, and they can find all that information in here those that are listening right now though they want to know how they can punch in the internet code or, or the website to find out where they can go absolutely we just recently opened up the um, our website tradeaplane.com all you have to do is give us an email address you become a registered user you can use every one of our premium features from getting an email notification when a certain plane comes on the market to the AAA evaluator so you can find out what a plane may be worth that's a great service because I know when I'm looking for, say, a 172, I, I scour the internet for anything for sale for, as a 172. So this is a great help, Real, really good service that you have there online, which is important. But in the future, is there anything new coming down the road you want to give us a hint about besides possibly publishing some articles? Well, maybe that. And we are looking at some new marketing solutions to offer to our customers in the future, such as... Um SEO optimization, helping them with their websites, building, maintaining their websites. So we have some things coming after the first of the year I think everybody will be interested in. Yeah, we may have to talk after this interview, but you know, one of the things I think is important too is to have an affordable uh, you know, avenue where I can get information. So are there any specials and also how much is the publication? Um, usually we run a show special, which is one issue per month, and it's $10. Um, of course, the online site is free and open to the public, but a lot of people like to flip through that book. Yeah, oh yeah. 
I, I know I do. I, I actually am somebody that loves to have some piece of paper in front of me so I can actually dream about it. I take the pictures out and I stick them up on my wall, that type of thing. Really cool, it's, it's actually a yellow uh, newspaper. It's been that way for quite some time. Uh, now that you're the new publisher, you know, uh, what's the history behind Trade Plane? I mean, how long, who, who started the actual the magazine? Well, actually, it was started by Cosby Harrison when he crashed his airplane years ago in Crossville, Tennessee, and he just could not get parts fast enough. So his plane cr crash led to this 80-year-old publication that is worldwide and still going strong. Yeah, I love hearing that story. That's terrific. Well, we're, we're very happy that uh, you've taken the reins. We're looking for some really new and interesting things to happen with Trade Plane. I'm glad you're moving forward with this, and it's, it's great to see for faces and also see that you're taking this publication that's been around for a while and you're moving it forward. I, I love to see that. Absolutely. And um, the next three issues of November will have a newly redesigned cover. So I'm sure some of our subscribers will be interested in seeing that. Cool. Can I get a sneak peek? We don't have it here, but you, if, you get a, if you're a subscriber, you'll get one in the mail. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll have to subscribe. Uh, well, Kelly, appreciate you talking to us. Anything else people need to know about Trade a Plane or where they can find you if you're going to be at future events? Um, I don't know where. I, I guess the next big one that we will be attending will be Sun and Fun in April. But until then, we have the app, we have the online, we have the print edition. So we have just about everything that anybody would want. Awesome. Kelly Monday from Trade a Plane. It's been a pleasure talking to you here at Sun and Fun Radio. Remember, you can listen to this live, liveatc.net slash SNF. Well, folks, it's Carl Valeri for Sudden Fun Radio reporting right here at the AOPA Fly-In in Tampa, Florida, 2017. And I'm with Gary from the Cessna Pilot Society. Cessna Pilot Society is, is something new to me, uh, but so I'd like to learn a little bit about it. There's lots of different Cessna organizations. So, Gary, uh, welcome, first of all. And also, what is the Cessna Pilot Society? Well, the Cessna Pilot Society is a, uh, a forum, and... We basically just get on and talk with each other, uh, talk about the different technical things that are going on. We have ANPs. We have some of the folks uh, that's come over from other Cessna sites that have either uh, going out, and we also have uh, information for magazines and things like that. But it, we also have things that uh, uh, trips. We always have a yearly trip somewhere in the United States. We all fly our planes to wherever it's going. Uh, I usually fly a Turbo 210, and uh, I've gone pretty much all over the United States on these things. Uh, friendly members from everywhere. It's, a, it's just a fun group thing that everybody gets together. We do lunches. Sometimes people just fly down here in Florida. I'm from the Clearwater, uh, Tampa Bay area. So uh, they come down here. I also uh, live up in Wisconsin in the wintertime or summertime, I mean, and uh, I get together with all those guys up there, too. So uh, we're everywhere. You know, it's, a, it's a fun thing. It's all free. You get on the forum. Um, the, uh, the Internet uh, uh, thing is www.cessna-pilots.net. Uh, you can go online, sign up, and uh, that'll, uh, that will pretty much take care of you. So what's it going to cost me? It is free. No charge. Okay, and then we get like a newsletter, that type of thing, tell us what events there are, et cetera. Uh, well, that's pretty much all online. You'll get those all online. We don't uh, have a magazine at all, uh, but I know there's other ones out there, and those folks are all friends of ours too. Uh, so 
we'll recommend all those folks, so it's uh, not a big deal. I love your, your logo here with the Cessna Pilot Society, and, and the website looks pretty cool. Uh, one of the things that, that I look at is, is I want to learn, and I also want to have some type of camaraderie. So uh, on your website, is there anything that's going to help educate me as an owner of a Cessna? Oh, absolutely. We have a technical forum area, and we do have AMPs and AIs that are on there. So if you do have a technical question, you'll get all kinds of answers quickly. Awesome. Speaking of forums, we're starting to hear one of the forums right here at the uh, Fly-In here, AOPA Fly-In in uh, Tampa, Florida. Gary, uh, this is a really cool you know, thing that you've started here. Uh, what goes into something like this? How many folks do you have working on this? Well, uh, member-wise, we almost have 3,600 at the moment, maybe even a little more. But we've grown. Uh, started off as a side little thing, just a few of us, and it's just kept growing uh, just by word of mouth and coming to some of these AOPA things, and we've done this all last year. We went to every one of the AOPAs, and in fact, they invite us to come now. So that's why uh, why we come and, and enjoy. Well, you're doing something good for the, for the community, the Cessna community, and having been a Cessna owner, I, I'm definitely going to sign up and, and get on the website start looking at, at what's out there. So what's next with the Cessna Pile Society? Uh, right now, uh, it, it, it's just basically we're trying to find out a new spot to go to for next, uh, next summer. And so we get suggestions um, that we have a guy up in Canada, well, a bunch of guys up in Canada. So they kind of want us to come up there. I'd love to go. He's up in the Calgary area. Uh, but gosh, we've been here in Florida, Texas, Virginia, uh, Vermont, New York City, um, Montana, uh, Utah, Oregon. Just the last one is in L.A. Um, we've been to the Grand Canyon. It's different places. And it is camaraderie. A lot of folks get together. You get to know a lot of these guys. And if you're traveling around the United States and you want to stay with one of the buddies, you just say, <laughs> your house is open to these guys. So it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, that's a real cool thing. Kind of a grassroots effort to get a bunch of Cessna pilot owners together. I think it's a really neat idea. Again, the website is Cessna-pilots.net. CessnaPilots.net. Gary, thanks so much for talking to us. Anything else we should tell people about this society and where you might be going in the future and, and how they can sign up? Uh, well, yeah, just go online to that uh, website and you can uh, fill out a little form right there and they'll accept you into the thing. Uh, no real plans for uh, any type of a big growth. Uh, it's, it's just a, a free form for people to get together. We have a good time. You know, you take a ribbon sometime, but we also pass it out. So, you know, it's a fun thing. Cool. Actually, hopefully we'll see you at Sun and Fun this year. Oh, I will be at Sun and Fun. I'm also at Oshkosh. Awesome. Terrific. Well, Gary, thanks so much. I'm reporting here at Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio at AOPA Fly-In 2017 here in Tampa, Florida. It's a beautiful day. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio here at the Robert at Drone Nerds, uh, dronenerds.com. Uh, and if you're wondering what it's about, it is about drones. What is dronenerds.com? And welcome here to, to the uh, AOPA fly-in here in Tampa. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks so much. Well, Drone Nerds is, um, we're, we're a really large distributor of drones. We're pretty much the largest one in the United States. Um, we specialize in DJI products and flying drones. They're self-flying drones. They're pretty simple to use, but the, the biggest draw is that they come with cameras on them. So we're basically in the aerial camera, aerial photography market, uh, but it's end user. It's not necessarily the highest end. It's something pretty much any can, anybody can do out of the box. 
Uh, a lot of the drones, they fly themselves for the most part. They got automated flight paths, automated takeoff and landing. So it's not as hard as a lot of people think it is. Uh, it's pretty easy to get into drones. But like I said, we're drone nerds. Um, we even offer classes, uh, training uh, for new pilots. Um, and of course, we're always on the phone, always on the line, helping people with technical support and things like that because everyone has lots of questions about drones because there's, there is a lot of information about drones. You know, I noticed you're out here at the event and there's a drone out in the background flying around, but it's actually not flying freely, is it? It's some. So, so what are you doing here today? All right. So yeah, I mean, we're definitely out here doing doing demos. Um, where we have we do have a flight cage. Um, we're on the airfield. We're in restricted airspace, but you know, there's our limitations, but we're able to overcome them with having a, a, a licensed pilot out here. Uh, but again, that doesn't that doesn't really mean that you have to be that professional to fly because the aircrafts um, they're GPS controlled. You basically can put it in the air. It uses geolocation to lock into its position, stays in the air even if it's a breezy day, just like it is today. Uh, you can essentially put the controller down, and the aircraft will just do. Most of the work for you. So I don't have to be a pilot, this can be something I can use as a hobby also? Uh, absolutely, it's definitely aimed at both recreational and professional use. Um, you know, there are benefits to, to being a pilot, so you can use it for more professional means, but we promote big time, you know, uh, just the average user, average Joe, just someone who wants to have a good time flying a small aircraft without all the commitment of something like flying an air, uh, you know, aircraft or airplane. How about someone who's totally new to this whole drone thing? It's like, on your website, can you show us how you can get your license, say, to maybe start doing this commercially? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, we have a YouTube channel, uh, the Drone Nerds YouTube channel. There's lots of information about getting licensing. Um, you'd want to get the, you know, the Part 107 uh, license to get flying. Um, if you're already a pilot and you already have uh, all your credentials necessary, you can actually just take a Part 107 uh, test online with the FAA and, and get your license within the, within the same day, essentially. Um, so that's pretty easy to do. So what sets you guys apart other than the fact you seem to be really involved in the community here with drone nerds? Is, what sets you apart from some of the other vendors that are out there? Uh, well, the biggest thing would probably be our customer service and our after-sales support, technical support. Uh, people buy their drones in many different places, uh, but we're always welcoming. You can call us at any time, and we always love to answer questions or, or help you get into the next, the next new drone because there's always something new coming out because it's a fast-moving industry. So I can actually call and someone will answer the phone. I can talk to them. You you may end up actually talking to me. Uh, I'm pretty 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 known around the company. I mean, you could even ask for me by name if you need to at this point. Uh, but call us up. You'll definitely talk to someone who is interested in getting you going or, or helping you out. Yeah, a, a little personal touch to such a high tech field. I think that's absolutely terrific. That really is. So again, they can find out more at dronenerds.com. You're here at AOPA, the fly-in in Tampa, Florida. Do you think you'll be at some other shows this year or in the in the future? Um, well, I, I'm pretty sure looking forward to being at Sun and Fun uh, and the next show that they have there. Um, and we actually are all over the place. We actually there's a few other shows going on that that are in the United States right now. We actually have people out at those other shows. Um, I think there's a Red Bull Air Show going on. Uh, we definitely we have a presence out there. Uh, but we're, we're looking forward to be at as many shows as we can and like I said we'll definitely be at Sun and Fun again. Awesome. How about customer service? I get a, I get a drone and uh, I either need a repair or something's broken with it, uh, customer support. Uh, what's your turnaround times usually? Sure. I mean, there's there's different there's different levels of turnaround. Some people may need a, you know, a rush service. We do offer things like that. It's a little bit of extra money, of course, but you know, some people are, are using it for business, so they need to get a quick turnaround. But if you just you need to send it in and casually get it fixed, it takes about 10 to 14 business days for us to get to look at it. And when that once that uh, point comes, we pretty much get it repaired pretty quickly. Awesome, Robert. Anything else we need to know about drone orders before we sign off? 
Um, we do have a store in North Miami, uh, down in South Florida, in Aventura area. Um, if you're ever just curious about even looking at drones, um, or if you already own a drone and you're looking for some training or, or just have any general questions, stop down at the, the store down in, in North Miami. Okay, North Miami, they can find that address on joenerds.com. And again, Robert, thanks for talking to us here at Sun and Fun Radio here at the Fly-In, AOPA in Tampa, Florida. It's a, it's a wonderful day to fly in an airplane and in a drone. Thanks so much. Abs absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Um, it's going to be a great show out here. Thank you. Well, folks, it's Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio here reporting at uh, the Fly-In at AOPA in Tampa, Florida. And uh, just happened to run across uh, Levi Vickers. Levi is actually somebody who has gone to Polk State College, went on and uh, started working with uh, Gulf Coast Avionics. And right now, a sales rep at the hangar, and there's a big, really cool exhibit hangar. So if you ever come to some of these events, make sure you make it to the exhibit hangar. Gulf Coast Avionics, a big supporter of the Polk State flight team and a big supporter of aviation. Levi, welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing here today. Yeah, so uh, my name is Levi Vickers. I'm here with Gulf Coast Avionics. Um, you know, we have our booth set up, um, just have all the pilot supplies that you might need uh, if you're looking for avionics upgrades. And especially as we move closer to um, 2020 and that ADSB mandate keeps creeping up on us, um, you know, we have some good solutions here to come by and talk to us and uh, we can get you pricing and all that. So uh, stop by and see us. We'll be happy to talk with you and, and help you out in any way possible. So, uh, obviously, this is Sun and Fun Radio, so there's another place you can get to stop by. It's at Lakeland Airport, isn't it? Yes, yeah. We're on the uh, north side of the uh, field up on Lakeland uh, if you're just off Taxiway Golf. So, if you're coming in, uh, grab some lunch over the terminal, stop by our office and see us for sure. So Cool. And at the show here today at the Fly-In and also at other shows, you have some specials. What do you, uh, what do you have on special right now? Yeah, so right now um, we have some rebates going for uh, JPI engine monitors as well as Electronics International engine monitors. We also have uh, $50 off of the uh, new Lightspeed Zulu 3 headset, which has been really popular at the last couple shows. So Awesome. Yeah, Lightspeed Zulu is awesome. Nice. It's comfortable and yeah. light, and that's one thing I like about it. The other thing, too, that you have is a full line of different headsets, et cetera, and avionics. Uh, what's different about Gulf Coast avionics compared to some of the other shops out there? You do, you do quite a different a lot. Of different things right yeah so Gulf Coast we have a pretty wide variety I mean especially here at the show we have pretty much every brand of headset all the major competitors set up uh, we have Garmin equipment Dynon equipment um, uh, L3 we have it all set up here that you can come by and put your hands on um, and we're not biased to any any install company if you would so we want to see the customer get what's best for him so we're gonna make sure that, that that's what happens Awesome. So if I want to get an install, I can fly my plane in, drop it off, get a flight back, and come back, and it'll be done maybe in a week or so. Certainly. Yep, certainly. We can get you a squared away, best pricing, and, uh, and we do do price match. So, you know, if you get a quote from us and someone happens to have a lower price, bring it to us, and, and we'll make sure we beat it for you and, and get treated fairly. Awesome. We do appreciate what Gulf Coast Avionics does. Uh, one of the ways that people that are listening right now on the Internet, if you listen to Sun and Fun Radio at liveatc.net slash SNF, you can go to the website. The website is? Uh, GulfCoastAvionics.com. Okay. Also, you have what, uh, GCA.Aero.com, yes. I think, is the new one? Yep, yep. GCA.Aero will take you directly to our page. If you search uh, Gulf Coast Avionics, it'll give you a link to ours, but uh, GCA.Aero is going to be our website. So Awesome. What, what else is coming up new for Gulf Coast and, uh, and also in helping with the mandate? Uh, I guess we should go back as far as the mandate for ADSB. Uh, what are you seeing? I mean, are you seeing people are, are waiting or are people actually getting it done? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of waiting it out. There's some people that are getting it done. It's kind of split. Uh, but I think 
uh, general aviation as a whole is kind of behind the eight ball. Um, 2020 is closer than, than we might think it is. I mean, here in a couple months, it's going to be 2018, you know. So uh, I think it's important that people come out. And the, one of the most common questions I get is, ADSB, is it going to get cheaper? Um, and the way that I look at it is supply and demand. As we get closer to, to 2020, the demand's going to be up, supply is going to be down. And if anything, I think the prices could potentially rise. So we'd rather see you get it now and, and get the good pricing and not have to worry about it at the end, not not sweat it out. Yeah, I think one of the concerns is pricing on that, you know, as far as the fact that it, gosh, people were talking like $10,000, et cetera. Now things have, have really come down quite a bit. Uh, what's an install going to cost uh, on average or, or give us a range? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it all depends on what you want. Do you want to uh, read the benefits of ADS-B yourself? Do you want that ADS-B in weather and traffic displayed in your cockpit? Um, if you want that, you're probably going to be in the $6,000 range, $6,500 range. You know, if you're just looking to get compliant, there's some really good solutions out there that you use your existing transponder. Um, I know Garmin just came out with one, and the price of that unit's uh, $1,795. Um, by the time you're installed, you're going to be around $2,500 to $3,000, which really is, is not a great deal of money compared to where we were when we originally started with the whole ADSB thing. So how about the flying? I know there's some cool stuff out there. Have you been able to, to venture out to see, uh, I know you're in a big hangar here, and see some of the airplane and also some of the people out there? Yeah, yeah, I haven't made my rounds yet. I saw coming in, it looks like it's going to be a good turnout, and uh, it's awesome to see the aviation community come together and, and support kind of what we all love. So it is a, a really cool event. And you can't pick a better place than right here on Davis Island. Isn't this the most amazing place to fly into? Oh, it's beautiful. You know, you're right on the water, and today you can't beat the weather. What, what was it coming in this morning? 70 degrees when I got out of the car. It's absolutely beautiful. So come out and see us for sure. Well, Levi, thanks so much for talking to us. Anything else we need to know about uh, Gulf Coast in the future? Anything coming down the line? You know, just uh, keep your eye out. Get on our website and uh, subscribe. We'll uh, send you emails with all the new information that comes out um, and, and keep you up to date and, and keep you on the, the leading edge. So. Well, Levi, it's been a pleasure, of course, talking to you and, and having worked with you in the past at Polk State College. It's, it's really neat to see you move up in your, your career here. It's Levi Vickers, a sales representative at Gulf Coast Avionics. If you want to take a look at gulfcoastavionics.com or gca.aero, and uh, you can get in touch with yourself or any of the salespeople that are out there. They can actually call and talk to a real person, can't they? For sure, yep. Uh, give us a call at any time. Our, uh, our, our phone number is there on the website, and, and we'll be happy to get any, any of your questions squared away. So. Well, thanks a lot, Levi, and we appreciate talking to you. This is Carl Valeri reporting for Sun and Fun Radio and Stuck Mike Avcast right here at the Sun and Fun, or excuse me, at the Fly-In AOPA here at 2017. Tampa, Florida, what a neat place. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio reporting here at AOPA Fly-In in Tampa, Florida. It's a beautiful day, and uh, I am actually inside. They have all these exhibits inside, and I'm with... Team Riggs, Team Riggs, and Tim Riggs is here to speak a little bit about his business, and it's in it's in real estate, but he has an incredible tie to aviation. I've known Tim for quite some time from going to the, the safety meetings, etc. So, Tim, what what do you think about this show here at, at the AOPA Fly-In? Hey, I think it's fantastic that we finally got to have one in Tampa, and uh, I think it's going to be a great turnout, and we're excited about being here to exhibit uh, today our product and what we do, our services and what we do. So it's really, really exciting. 
Yeah, I know, Tim, we talked a little bit before about your aviation tie. This is real estate, but uh, we also uh, know you love aviation. You have your own airplane, and uh, you also have been tied with aviation in many other ways by helping people out. So first, what, what type of airplane do you have? Uh, we have a uh, Cherokee 180. It's a 1969, and uh, things that uh, we park it at Sarasota Airport. It's in great shape, uh, and uh, we love it. There's four of us that went to that are partners together in the airplane. So you have some experience with the whole partnership type of thing there. And, and just curious, because that's something they talk about here at the AOPA Fly-In. Uh, how's that working out as far as the partnership is concerned? Yeah, it works out real well because obviously it reduces the cost. Being a sole owner of an airplane, uh, you learn real well that airplanes are kind of like uh, boats and uh, recreational vehicles. Almost every time you take one out, it seems like you got to come back and do a little bit more to it uh, and add to it, add to the cost. So having four partners really reduces uh, a lot of the expense. You know, and at, having been a, a former 182 owner, but with partners, I can attest to that. It's so much nicer when you can spread that out amongst a, a bunch of different people. Uh, you actually got into, into real estate because primarily of your wife. And uh, if somebody's you know listening right now, they can actually find a little bit more about that. You have a really unique website. What is, what is the name of that website? Okay, it's ksrqrealtor.com. So just ksrqrealtor.com. So the real estate that you're into, it's it's not aviation only it's it's uh, all different types of real estate yeah we've been in residential uh, both in Pinellas County and Manatee County since 2004 and uh, we also do have done commercial real estate but primarily we're residential uh, and I gear a lot of my uh, marketing toward aviation uh, people and we do a lot of uh, uh, service to people that are pilots and that type of thing just simply because of my connections uh, with the aviation so it works out real well so it's kind of tying something that I love and and uh, my wife uh, in real estate so I kind of tied it with the aviation it's working real well so you would think that pilots would want to buy uh, air park type of properties but uh, interestingly enough and this is my friends I, I'd love to know your experience they actually want to buy not in an airport community, but they a lot of times want to buy in, say, a golf community, et cetera, a lot of times because of their spouse, right? Yeah. Well, and sometimes just the the practicality of it, especially the golf club communities. That's what I find out the most. That's why we really promote Lakewood Ranch, uh, where we that's where we really uh, have our expertise is in the Lakewood Ranch community because there's so many communities there and golfing communities, and Sarasota Airport's uh, really pretty close, and it's a it's a really nice airport to work out of. I I really like flying in and out of Sarasota, uh, and just uh, a lot of people like to go to more uncontrolled airports but for me I like the controlled airports uh, maybe even more because I'm used to it I guess flying out of Sarasota but uh, the Lakewood Ranch is a great residential community. One of the cool things about being in Lakewood Ranch being in Sarasota is you can also get involved in aviation in other ways and you've actually been able to do that you, you know you're in real estate you also uh, do something with the Civil Air Patrol explain a little bit more about that because you have a you have something special that you do for the Civil Air Patrol okay yeah and again I've always I've just loved aviation from the time I was a child and uh, so it's really a highlight for me to get my uh, certificate pilot, private pilot certificate as I was older and uh, then of course uh, I joined the Civil Air Patrol and uh, with that I'm a uh, chaplain in the Civil Air Patrol and so uh, putting all that together 
Uh, it just really works well. And things that I just love. I mean, so it's I have a real combination of things I love. We love uh, uh, helping folks in the, uh, as a chaplain, and then we also uh, like to uh, help folks in the real estate. So it all works together. Tell us a little bit more about the Civil Air Patrol. It's uh, it's more than just search and rescue. There's even some seniors and cadets that get together. Yeah, obviously uh, they have a ground teams as well. Uh, there are, of course, people that are in aviation become the, the mission pilots and observers and scanners. Uh, but then the cadet program is really big, and it's a real neat program to help youth, uh, especially those that may be uh, geared toward aviation or even uh, military. Right. Uh, just really, really good training, and uh, it's hard to it's hard to beat it because uh, the volunteers are excellent. The people involved uh, are excellent, and uh, they do a great service to provide both to the young people and elderly guys. Uh, you know, so it's kind of one of those programs that can run the gamut from uh, teenagers all the way up to there's guys that I know in the Civil Air Patrol that are in their uh, 80s. So it works real well. So the cool thing is you can hang out with the cadets and do something for society, uh, and even guys like myself with gray hair can get involved and, and give back to the community what you're doing, which I think is terrific. And you have a background, actually, uh, you became a chaplain. Why? Well, actually, I'm also a pastor, so I've been 38 years as a pastor. That's actually my career, and obviously I got into real estate because my wife's in real estate, and she kind of liked the backup, some kind of her backup team in the real estate, uh, and then the Civil Air Patrol. Uh, comes natural right into that uh, as I serve as pastor and then being able to serve uh, in the auxiliary as a chaplain, Air Force auxiliary as a chaplain is a neat thing. So you'd recommend it? It's not taking up too much of your time? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, it, the, it's it's really, really nice. There's so many guys that you meet that are just, the camaraderie is great and uh, the leadership is great and it's just a wonderful program. Yeah, I'd encourage. Uh, and you don't have to be a pilot. That's the other thing. There are some folks in the Civil Air Patrol that aren't pilots uh, because, uh, you know, like I said, they have the ground teams uh, and they have search and rescue and, and so it's really, really neat. I think that's something that's awesome is you're giving back to society and you're also involved with, with the kids. You're also involved with the search and rescue and, and they do so many different things. But also the neat thing about that is you also get to talk a little bit about your other passion. That's real estate. Uh, so you can kind of tie all these together. So the neat thing is someone can come to you and talk real estate, talk aviation, and, and they have this, this common bond. And there's a lot of people in aviation, amazingly enough. Uh, going back to your real estate business, as far as uh, if somebody's looking to get involved in a, a home, uh, not just on a golf course in Lakewood Ranch, but also possibly a home on an airport. Can you possibly help out there? We can. We make a lot of connections, and uh, there, are, you know, there are a lot of air parks in Florida, and uh, so we uh, try to make connections with uh, uh, those uh, property owners, or perhaps even uh, other realtors who are involved uh, in the air parks, and and not only in Florida, but uh, we can do it uh, around the country, and. Uh, we even have a program within uh, Wagner Realty that we can reach around the world to folks if we need to. Speaking of reaching around the world, there's people on the internet right now thinking of, hey, I, you know, I'm thinking about coming to Florida for having a summer home, excuse me, winter home, I guess, and uh, and I'm thinking about moving there into the Sarasota area. Uh, if I'm looking on the internet, where can they find you? Okay, like I said, just go to ksrqrealtor.com 
and uh, that, that'll lead you right to us. Be sure and uh, go to the page where you, our contact page, sign up, and I can get in contact. Uh, you can, on that website, you can obviously put all, you know, whatever you're looking for and wherever you're looking for. Like I said, if you're looking exclusively for uh, a home in uh, Sarasota, Manatee County, you can look there. But literally our program set up on the website that uh, I can help you find a home almost anywhere in the United States or in other parts of the world. Well, great, Tim. This has been great talking to you. Is there anything else about uh, uh, your uh, your team, uh, Team Riggs, that you want to talk about possibly? Uh, I know here at the show, and people are going to be listening to this after the show, you also have gotten involved with ICOM and are giving away radio. Yes, we are. Here at the show, we're giving away uh, ICOM A14 radio, and uh, folks sign up and register for it. And so uh, it, it's always good to have a backup radio in the airplane. Uh, we found that. Uh, I know one of the uh, other pilots is one of our partners in, in the plane. Actually, his, his wires came loose one day. He didn't realize it, and he didn't have uh, uh, a radio, but he had his backup radio there. was able to immediately talk to the tower and got him in. So we see that as important, so that's why we chose uh, to give away a radio because we know there may be some guys that haven't gotten one yet. So here's their chance to sign up and uh, get a radio. So if you want to speak with somebody who also speaks airplane, it's going to be Tim Riggs here at, at Team Riggs. You can find it at ksrqrealtor.com. Uh, another thing that you've really become involved with and I think is, is terrific, and this is actually how we met uh, years ago, is uh, through the FA Safety Team, fasafety.gov. They have some really cool seminars. They're promoting that here. I was wondering if, you, if you'd mind, as from a user standpoint, what do you think of the program, and, and would you suggest it to other people? Yeah, I sure would. I mean, the FAA seminars, I, I think the whole safety program, is wonderful. I participate in the WINGS program and uh, get in the different phases of that. That's how I do my biannuals is uh, by participating in the WINGS program. Uh, they're convenient. Uh, I mean, you can do them from anywhere from online uh, courses to actually going in person. I like the in-person uh, courses the best because you get to meet. Again, it's uh, I'm kind of the meet and greet person, so I like to get around other aviation folks and and so the seminars provide the opportunity to do that. Met a lot of great people, just like Carl here over the years. And uh, so I'd, I'd encourage anybody that uh, that's flying. You know, you got You got to stay safe, and you got to you got to stay up on all. Uh, you know, just take advantage of everything you can that's uh, being offered uh, by the FAA sa safety program. So I think it's a good thing. That's well said. I think I appreciate that. And uh, I, I would say that anybody who's looking to move forward in their career is uh, flying and uh, also as far as safety, fasafety.gov. It's a wonderful thing. Lots of great uh, seminars out there. If you're looking for somebody that speaks uh, aviation, also speaks real estate, Tim Riggs, thanks again for being here with Wagner Realty. Uh, also, I, I can't say enough about what you've done in, with the community through uh, through the both as a chaplain and also everything else you do. It's It's been terrific. Thanks so much for speaking with okay. us here at Sound of Fun Radio. Uh, I'm reporting live actually right here at uh, it's Tampa, Florida, and uh, it's uh, really cool flying done by AOPA, and this is where I got my start, and uh, it's been, been a wonderful uh, circle now that I got back to the, the place I started in aviation. Again, Carl Valeri reported for Sun and Fun Radio. Uh, listen to us, liveatc.net slash SNF. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri. We're reporting here, Sun and Fun Radio, at the AOPA Fly-In, Tampa, Florida, one of my favorite places in the world. I'm talking to one of the happiest pilots in the world, and it's Jamie Beckett because he gets to show people about aviation the most wonderful things in flight, and that's being above the ground in an airplane 
and loving life. Absolutely, Carl. And how can you not have fun when you're at Peter O'Night Airport, sticking right out into the bay? We've got downtown off the end of the runway. This is a beautiful location, and I absolutely love what we do here. It's it's fantastic. You know, uh, you're now uh, working with AOPA. You've been that for a while. I know we go way back, and uh, you are a passionate person as far as aviation. The cool thing is you've been able to continue that passion because you've gotten involved with this program at AOPA. What is this program you've gotten involved with, and why is it so important to aviation? Well, it, it, that's a great question, Carl. I am the Florida ambassador for AOPA's You Can Fly program. There are five of us around the country. There's Pat Brown in Texas, Kay Sunderham's in Southern California. We have Andy Miller in the Great Lakes and Norm Eisler in New York and New England. The whole point of this was when Mark Baker came in as the president of AOPA, he said, if we're going to turn around the pilot numbers, we have to have experienced people out in the field who can be that resource, whether you're a high school kid or a college kid who's just wanting to start. If you used to fly and fell away from it and 30 years have gone by, uh, if you want to start a flying club and you just don't know the nuts and bolts of how to do that, if we had somebody out in the field who basically is the consultant you don't pay, just, just use them as a resource, we can start turning this around. And you know what? It's been effective. It's happened. Uh, even the rusty pilot things, which we're doing t this afternoon and tomorrow morning, you know, we've found about half of the people who attend that actually get current again. That's a remarkable thing. It's thousands of pilots now. So I'm upbeat and happy, but I'm upbeat and happy because we're successful and this is awesome. We're growing the community. We're growing the community from within. We're taking people that have actually been in aviation, brought them back to aviation. And I think that's terrific. It's part of that Rusty Pilots program. But how about people that are actually in aviation but haven't flown a small plane in a while, <clears throat> like some people that fly for their airlines? That's such an important thing, and we don't talk about this. If I'm going from a Piper Cub to a Cessna 210, I know I need transition training. But if I'm going from an Airbus to a 172, people don't think about it. You need to transition train for anything you do. And having somebody ask, how do I go about that? I'll give you a great example. I belong to a flying club where we have a 17-year-old girl who soloed, and she's a very low-time pilot and a teenage girl, so she has a certain amount of trepidation about things. We also have a member who's in his 40s and used to fly S3s off ships for the Navy. Very, very highly skilled and educated Navy pilot. Not a clue how to get an airplane from the hangar to the runway at a non-towered airport. Not a clue. So the 17-year-old girl who just soloed actually knows things the former fighter pilot doesn't. We have methods of bringing these people together and answering those questions so there's no embarrassment in being able to say, I'm good at what I do, but I don't know how to do that. Who do I talk to so I can become proficient at it? It's a great system. I absolutely love it. It's an awesome system. Actually, I was just talking to a gentleman who trains astronauts, and he, he said he sends people to this because those people in the Navy, Air Force, Marines, they, they don't know how to get from the terminal or how to buy gas, how, how to look at a chart. Self-serve pumps. There's such a mystery, and they're everywhere now. It, you know, it's, we work in a wonderful business, and people recreate in this business, and, and it really is coast to coast. This country is so blessed that we can go all over and do all these things. But there's always been this almost embarrassment to admit, I don't know how to do that, or I'm not proficient at that. I don't know how to get into class Bravo airspace. We kind of take that mystery out. We ambassadors, this is our job. We go around and we become the resource, or we connect you to the resources. And the great thing is, we don't charge you a dime. Everything we do on the phone, by internet, face-to-face, -face, 
I spent last weekend in St. Simons Island, Georgia, doing a youth aviation day, and the whole reason is they asked me to come. So wait a minute, you say you don't, they don't charge a dime. You have to, I'm assuming, be a member to do these things, no? I would love it if everybody was a member, but no, you don't. If you're not an AOPA member, you can call us up and say, I'm trying to start a flying club wherever, and I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And whether you're a member or not, we will help you. I'd love it if you joined, but I'd be more happy if you got actively involved in aviation and stayed that way. Hey, what, what grows, aviation grows it for everybody. You know, rising tide floats all boats. And that's what, one of the things I think Rusty Pilots is doing and what you're doing as an ambassador. I think it's a wonderful thing. I've watched you over the years, and uh, every time I see you on Facebook with this yellow airplane behind us, you always have this huge smile on your face. Why is that? You know, I've recently put uh, some GoPro camera mounts on it so I can actually video people. I do a lot of first flights. The reason I'm smiling so big is just like you, Carl. Years ago, I thought, I think I want to fly. And I was just going to be a recreational pilot. And I found out I really liked it. And I got the disease full blown. And I became a CFI and an AMP and all that sort of thing. I get to take people flying who, who think they're going for a ride. And by the time we're at 100 feet, I take my hands off to make it very clear, you're flying this airplane. You're doing just great. And I can talk you through everything. That becomes a life-changing experience for them because whether they're 15, and the youngest person I've ever taken was eight. Uh, two weeks ago, I flew an 87-year-old guy who asked me, he begged, can I please go flying with you? And these people actually fly the plane. And they, it's not a ride. They are in control of the airplane. They come back with this knowledge, I can fly. How far I want to take that is up to me. But I can do this, and, and it's survivable. Not only is it survivable, it's fun. It's life-affirming. It's enriching. That's why I smile. I love what I do every day. And I kind of joke about this, but there's truth to it. My job with AOPA, as great as it is, is indistinguishable from screwing around. I'm just having a good time and sharing it with you and teaching you how you can do it. If you want to pick that up and run with it, I'll hold your hand the whole way. And you're affecting a lot of people. I think that's terrific. Hats off to you and to AOPA for what they've done. It's really, really terrific. One of the things that I think is neat is the fact that you have affected so many lives, especially self-esteem. I've noticed when people get out of these aircraft, doesn't matter the age, you usually say for the younger people, it raises their self-esteem. Also for the older folks, for people my age. When you get out of an airplane, you realize, hey, I just flew that thing by myself. My, your your self-esteem goes through the roof, and I think that's important for all of us psychologically. Well, and it's not just that I flew, it's the different types. I get people, you know, somebody who has flown transports, but that's a whole different thing than getting into this icon down the way here. I flew one this morning, and, you know, you're on the water, you're in the air, you're on the land. You, you want to crank in a 60-degree bank? Go for it. We all get to pursue the thing we like, just the part we like. We don't have to do any of the other parts. I was just talking to a guy here a little earlier today. He's 80 years old. He flew B-47s, and he's at the Rusty Pilot class right now. This guy's, you know, that B-47 with swept wings and from Strategic Air Command. But he was saying, you know, he's, I'm not sure I want to go into Bravo airspace. So I was saying, you can take off right here, Peter O'Night, Gulf Airport. You can head east and fly all the way to the Valkyria on the east coast and never talk to anybody. You're in Echo airspace. And his eyes got big. He's like, really? I don't have to be on the radio? No, you do not. And that's the thing. If you want to fly something big and fast and go into Kennedy International, go for it. If you want to fly something little and slow and just poke around or splash in the water, we got something for you. Whatever you're interested in, we got it out here. We can do this. 
And they sure have it out here at uh, AOPA Flying. Let's switch gears a little bit there. There are some amazing airplanes out here. You mentioned an Icon A5. First of all, what is that, and what was it like to fly that thing? The Icon A5 is just, excuse the pun, an iconic aircraft. It's, it's been in all the magazines. It's been in development for years. It's a really neat little light sport aircraft. That's its actual definition. But it's amphibious. It's got wheels and a monohull, so you can land in the water or the land. Fits two people. It runs a Rotax 912 engine. I've been waiting years to fly this since it was just a drawing on paper. I got a call this morning unexpectedly that because of a cancellation, they had an open slot. I got down here quick and grabbed that slot, let me tell you. They have a training base right here at Peter O'Night in Tampa. You can see downtown from here. And our their training area is right out here in the bay. So you take off and two minutes later, you're in the training area. It's just an amazing machine because it's all the modern avionics. It's got an angle of attack indicator. You fly it a little differently than you would fly a 152 or a 172 or a Cub on floats. But it's got even a parachute. I mean, it's got all these safety things built into it. I just had a wonderful time with it, and that's what I love about this business. I, I flew in a Bonanza last night. I flew in here yesterday morning in a 152. I flew an Icon this morning when I got up. There's just this unbelievable spectrum of aircraft that you can get into, and whatever you want to do, that's the right thing for you. Pursue that. I, that's a great statement. Pursue whatever you want to do. I think that's why AOPA has done so well. Seems like they're shifting towards that. They're shifting towards, hey, let's let's look at the whole population, but let's go after the little groups in that population. Let's focus our concentration on the rusty pilots, on the newer pilots. So go out to the younger folks. And, and they've realized that everybody comes to aviation with a different purpose. And I think that's really important. And the leadership of AOPA has done a great job, I think. Let's talk a little bit about these fly-ins that they're having. Man, they're cool. I mean, we've been so lucky at Stuck Mike Avcast to have been able to report at the last three in Groton and Norman and now here in my home in Tampa, Florida. And one of the things that I think is awesome is just what you just said, is the fact that what, whatever you want to do, it's here, isn't it? It really is. And, and I've got to give a tip of the hat to the crew here, the AOPA staff. Mark Baker has put it on a, on a really good path that I like and we believe in. And I think you'll find as you go around and you talk to people in black shirts or the You Can Fly shirts, nobody here is a punch in at nine, punch out at five kind of person. We're all on a mission. We're all trying to do something that matters very much to us. And we feel like we have an impact. And I really believe we do. So from the top guy all the way down to the lowest person on the totem pole, Everybody is really dedicated to this, and that's important in a membership organization. We honor our members, we appreciate them, and if you're not a member, we will still talk to you, we'll still offer you service, we hope you join at some point, but we really want this to work, and I mean this, general aviation. We want people to understand the incredible value this has to our communities, our educational system, our commerce. Every aspect of our lives is touched by this, and you can be a full participant, whether you want to be a mechanic, an administrator, a pilot, an engineer, there's a place for you in this if you want it, and, and we would love to help you get there. Well, to do that, you have to first take that first step, and that's by finding out how to get involved. And if someone's listening right now on liveatc.net slash SNF and on Stuck Mike Avcast, how are they going to find out this information about AOPA? 
You can go to AOPA.org on the internet. You can also Google You Can Fly, Y-O-U-C-A-N-F-L-A-F-L-Y. I almost misspelled it, Carl. Um, or, you know, you can, you can look me up by name, Jamie Beckett. Um, it's all in there. We do a lot of educational material online. Most of it's free. We do a whole lot of advocacy and that sort of thing. And in all honesty, if somebody were to reach out to me, I'm going to plug myself. If you were to write me at jamie.beckett at aopa.org, I would respond to that. And if you even call, if you're in Texas, if you're in California, whatever, if you call the main AOPA number and say, can you tell me how to get in touch with the ambassador near me? They'll give you our phone numbers. They'll give you our email. We really want to help, and we want you to reach out and ask for it. So whatever works for you, we're going to make that happen. Well, Jamie, you and the, the whole staff here at AOPA have done a great job, and we really appreciate what you do here at Sun and Fun Radio, also here at the Fly-Ins. There's more to come. There's, there's so many neat events that you guys put on throughout the year, not just these fly-ins, online training. There's, it's increased both the passion of aviation, the awareness, the safety, the advocacy, AOPA is it. And that's why I love AOPA, and I know you do too. AOPA.org, one of my favorite organizations. I think everybody should join, whether you're a student, you're a, actually somebody who's been flying for years, a professional pilot, get involved. It's something that'll change your life and change others. Carl, thank you so much for coming in today and talking to me, and I hope a whole bunch more people come tomorrow, but I really appreciate it. It's always good to see you. You do a great job, and being able to tell this story, when you tell it on the podcast, when we tell it where we are, it's so important that people know there's a place to go to get the help, because as you know, if you're not in aviation, sometimes it's hard to figure out, how do I get through the fence? Mm -hmm. Well, we'll walk you right through if you want. We'll take you there. Awesome. AOPA.org. This is Jamie Beckett is here talking to us at the Fly-In in Tampa, Florida. AOPA, they're going to have many more fly-ins coming up next year. I know this is the last one for the year. Get on the website. Check them out. They're really friendly people. If you can, fly your airplane in. They're, they have really cool stuff on the on the Internet that will tell you how to get in here, how to fly in. The NOTAMs, all that information is right there for you. They've done a lot of work. It's amazing what they do putting on these shows. Great job, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you in the future. We're coming back to the show, and we're going to see you, I'm sure, in the future at many more shows, especially at Sun and Fun. I hope you'll be there. Oh, you know I'm going to be there every day. <laughs> well, this is Carl Blair reporting here, Sun and Fun Radio at AOPA's Flying out of Tampa, Florida, one of my favorite airports. Thanks again, Jamie. Oh, my pleasure, Carl. Well, folks, this is Carl Blair reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, and uh, we're right here in Tampa Bay and Peter O'Knight Airport at this really cool fly-in. AOPA has put it on the fly-ins throughout the country, and they've done a wonderful job. Right now, I'm talking to the president of the Tampa Bay Aviation Association, who's somebody who's partnered with the fly-in here. And I tell you, it's really terrific uh, to have you here. And, I, and some of you may have remembered from a previous podcast, I think I think we talked, uh, I think it was number podcast 40. number 40. Number 40. Yes, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Daniel Slappo with the Tampa Bay Aviation Association. And Daniel Slappo, if you remember that name, he talked a little bit about doing some dispatch work and, and with the uh, on the corporate side of things. Very interesting show there. But now, today, you are actually at the entrance of the fly-in here. It's just getting started. People are starting to move in. Tomorrow's going to be the big day. So what's Tampa Bay Aviation Association, and what are you doing helping out here? Well, we're trying to build our relationship with the community uh, for the AOPA side and also build our membership. Uh, so this gives us an opportunity to let the membership of the AOPA know about us as well. Okay, cool. Tampa Bay Aviation 
Aviation Association. What what is their charter? They're helping out with the airspace issues. Do they interact with the community? Well, our purpose is, is to build a relationship with our local airport authority and our community to help build a safer environment for our pilots. Uh, we also do charity events throughout the year uh, with a safety day and a golf event. So how would they find out about the Tampa Aviation Association if they're listening right now online? Yes, sir. You would go to mytbaa.org. So that's mytbaa.org. MyTBAA.org. I have to say I'm a member of the organization, and I think it's a wonderful thing. Uh, one of the things that I like is the fact that when there's any type of issues, uh, both good and bad, uh, you're involved. Uh, it might be issues with airspace and, and noise, et cetera, and you, you're in front of everything. I think that's terrific. Yes, sir. So we've really built our relationship with the airport authorities. So that way it's a two-way street. So if they have an issue, they can come to us so we can go back to the community. And if the community has an issue, we can go to the airport authority and try to resolve it in a peaceful way. Yeah, some people get a little confused. I know in the past with the TBAA and NBAA, I think uh, somewhat similar but but different, that's for sure. Yes, sir, we are. Um, while we kind of fall under the NBAA envelope, uh, we are our own, own community event. And it's just here in the Tampa Bay region, correct? Yes, sir, down to Sarasota, over to Bar- uh, Brooksville, and out to Lakeland uh, and surrounding areas. Awesome. So in, in my backyard. And those events that are charity events, you said that the, the monies go to different organizations. Tell us some of the organizations that you donate to. Well, for the last five years, we've donated to the All Children's Hospital. Uh, we've donated over $55,000. And with you today is actually a few people that have, are helping out, greet people, some lovely ladies from an organization right here at uh, Tampa Airport. And those are the folks from? Shelter. Uh, Shelter is a member of our association. Uh, as you know, they have a place in Lakeland and St. Pete Clearwater Airport and Tampa International Airport. So they're members. You also have people from, I think, the FAA that get involved too, and also airport rescue, et cetera. Uh, yes, sir. We uh, have some members of the tower. Uh, also, the airport police department is a part of our association as well. So we talk, you know, search rescue, we talk about security, we talk about a lot of different things at Tampa Bay Aviation Association. How are things going? Tell us a little bit about the organization. Uh, you know, are you are you reaching out? You're, you're grabbing some of these folks from these smaller airports? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we've got some uh, relationships with the P- uh, Plant City Airport uh, and the Tampa Executive Airport, which is now called... Uh, uh, Tampa Executive Airport. <laughs> yeah, I think you were going to say Vandenberg Airport because because yeah, when I when I started flying here it was Vandenberg Airport. But uh, one, I, you know, I, I love the fact that you're you're reaching out to the community because it, it's so important to be a partner with the community, uh, both in our airports, our airplanes, et cetera, airspace. We we all are in this together, and people don't realize how important aviation is to the local community. And like I said, search rescue, but also they don't realize that if they get hurt, they're going to be airlifted out. Correct. One of, one of the things that I think, too, is uh, people don't understand the corporate jets. You know, so many people use those. It's a time machine. It's a very important part of business. I think that's another part of your charter. It is. Uh, we have a relationship with our 91 departments, uh, which uh, carry the corporate people. And we also have relationships with the 135 departments, which are the charter relationships. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you, what you're doing here, especially volunteering and helping people as they, they come in the gate here. Uh, Tell us a little, anything else you want to tell us about the TBAA or where they can find you? Uh, Once again, you can find us at mytbaa.org. And uh, we'd love to have everybody come join us. It's a great event. 
So what's the next event for TBAA? We have our holiday party in December, and then we have our annual golf event, which will be in May of next year. And then our safety, uh, safety event is in October. So that safety event is pretty cool. I think it's at, uh, Van- or excuse me, Tampa Executive. Now you got me saying it. At Tampa Executive Airport. It's really cool. They have a lot of vendors come there, and uh, they have some really neat speakers there. Plus, they can, you can also get your uh, safety wings if you're involved in that program. Correct, sir. We do partner up with the FAA uh, Safety Wing Program, so you can get credit through them occasionally. Awesome. This is Daniel Slappo for uh, Tampa Bay Aviation Association. MyTBAA.org is actually how you find out about that. And uh, membership, it's easy to do. You can go online and join, yes, and they'll get the. Uh, there's a newsletter, too. Yes, sir, there is. Uh, we do a quarterly newsletter. And our membership fees, are. Uh, we give back 100% to our members the membership fees in the events that they attend. Awesome. It's good to know. Thanks so much for talking to us. We really appreciate it. Carl Valeri here reporting at uh, this flying here in Tampa, which is one of my favorite airports. And uh, this is put on by AOPA. Reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, Carl Valeri. We'll talk to you soon. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed those interviews from the fly-in in Tampa, Florida. AOPA does a great job with these fly-ins. There's more to come, of course. Check out their website at AOPA. There's lots of links to a lot of cool things, as you can tell. The people there are so excited. There's some great vendors at the uh, different fly-ins, and also you'll see these people throughout the air shows throughout the year. And, of course, again, like us on Facebook so that you can follow where I'll be and where the other members of the Stuck Mike Avcast will be. We also have some other folks that have been doing some reporting remotely at some of the different events throughout the, uh, the U.S. Anyway, feedback, of course, send it to contact at stuckmikeavcast.com. Questions you want answered, we'll answer them. Really appreciate your listening and safe flying. We'll talk to you next episode. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Avcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production.